Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we read Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. <laughs> Woohoo! Getting uh, into the classics. I really like the edition I got at Pride and Prejudice from Barnes & Noble. For those who don't know, the Barnes & Noble cover, it's like, it's soft back, but it's not like a paperback. Like, it's just like a soft hardback, which I feel like I, I damage less whenever I'm reading. I saw you put Withering Heights on our schedule for next season. I bought that also in the edition because the book was pretty. I just feel like we should out read a Bronte book next. And you didn't read that book yet, right? Yeah. 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 No, I'm down for it. I, it'll be a lot harder for me to read that one since I have no prior knowledge of it. I mean, we can we can still hop on the like uh, Jane Austen train and like read like Sense and Sense Sensible next. Is that, I mean, I think I'm even saying that wrong. Sense and Sensibility, I think. Oh, yes. Or like, I think Emma was one. No, I just wrote like the Barnes & Noble editions. I got, I had Alice in Wonderland in another edition and I actually bought this in the Barnes & Noble softcover because it was just so pretty. Uh, I mean, we can read Alice in Wonderland as a classic too. It's a pretty short one. I didn't realize that was a classic. I don't know what I thought it was. I guess I just thought it was a Disney movie. (laughs) I didn't know it was a classic either. Okay, so going into Pride and Prejudice, this was my first time reading it. Marissa has read it for high school English class way back when, and I've saw the movie before, and Marissa said she's seen the movie a bunch, so we have a little different perspectives. I, it was very hard to read in the beginning. I sat down on Sunday, and I pretty much had all day Sunday, and I got through like 100 pages, and usually I can finish like a book in a day if I had nothing to do all day. It was just a lot. It was really hard old English. Yeah, no, it's definitely hard. I will say I just pictured the movie in my mind and I feel like that made it easier. Most of the scenes from the book translate to the movie in one way or another, but there were times where like I was listening to it on audio and I would zone out and I would come in on the middle of a sentence. I know it's English, but I still don't understand it. Whenever they say like, like, Jane will be talking to um, Elizabeth and she'd be like, my mother, my father. And I'd be like, all our sisters. That. <laughs> that was awful. It's our mother, our father. That was like one of my like biggest like pet peeves. Whenever she like ran home, she's like, how is my father? I'm like, <laughs> she's your sister. <laughs> yeah, I actually was briefly confused when um, Jane wrote a letter to Elizabeth so they were in different cities and she said my father and I had to pause and I was like maybe this letter's not from Jane maybe I read it wrong and I like went back I was like nope it is from Jane <laughs> I got confused too because she was like begging help from her uncle and I was like wait isn't Elizabeth with her uncle and I was like very confused too I like it I'm more I think I read so many romances that are based off of this and I'm just like oh like it's nothing like magical to me because I, I feel like I've seen this story before <laughs> but I feel more pride in myself hence pride and prejudice that I've <laughs> read a classic I feel like I don't know I don't want to be like oh I, I've read a plot I don't want to be like a snob or anything like that but like it's definitely like a it's an accomplishment it's a hard read it's not an easy read I had to be I had this app I think it was like lit something I googled I was like chapter breakdown because I'd be reading a chapter and I'm like I have no idea what the chapter was even about and I would like and it literally had like a little summary of like it would just break down what the chapter is and it would like also be like well this was when Elizabeth was being prejudiced and this is when 
uh well i'm forgetting the guy's name darcy (laughs) yeah mr darcy was like being pride like it was like it explained i felt like i was in english class and i definitely needed that because i was struggling the first time i read this through i got everything about this book wrong um I i thought mr darcy was prejudiced against like the lower class and poor people and that Elizabeth was super prideful like oh yeah we're poor but our family's great and you're not going to tear us down and then I like submitted essays that way and my AP lit teacher was literally like no he's prideful and she's prejudiced like it it very clearly states that Marissa and I like tried to fight her and I was um wrong I mean so that but yeah if the English is telling us are wrong Although I know, I feel like they shouldn't tell you you're wrong. Like a book is open to interpretation. Like we've had this discussion a lot. Like we've completely argued about books and the meanings behind it, and it's just up for interpretation. Yeah, it's subjective. But I guess this one's a classic, so it's not subjective to some people. It's set in stone. Thankfully, we've been struggling getting discussion questions for all the other books this season because they've all pretty much come out within like the past six months. And I just Google Pride and Prejudice questions, and there's plenty. Plenty. Um, plenty, plenty. So excited about that. Like, the Chicago pub- Public Library has discussion questions. I didn't even know pub- libraries did that. But also, I would never pick a classic for a book club. Like, I mean, I just feel like half my book clubs, I just get drunk and, like, we don't talk about the books. So, except this one that we're currently in, I guess. I guess it's considered a book club medium, Marissa. Wow, look at us. Two, two people make a club. I mean, yeah, it's more than one. I also, whenever I read this book, I really pictured like, like, why am I blanking on every single name? The big Netflix show that we all just watched about back in time. I read all the books. Crap. What's the, what is it called? Oh, Bridgerton. Yes. Why am I <laughs> being so space, head, space cadet today? I really thought about like back to Bridgerton and I feel like there were some issues in Bridgerton and like the books that related heavily to this. I don't know, just like everything about it. The only thing that I really took me was because in Bridgerton it was so important that like girls couldn't be alone with like a single man. Like that was like her virtue was like gone if, if she's been near a single man and she was out without <laughs> chaperone. That was like a really big theme in all of the Bridgerton books. And there was so many times where like Elizabeth was just home alone and like, and Darcy would just like walk up and chat with her. And I just feel like that was a little unrealistic to that time, unless all the other things were wrong. But Jane Austen existed during that time. So I don't think she's wrong. <laughs> I, but in the summary, they even pointed that out, though. I will say that there were servants there um, because like when Darcy would show up, a servant would answer the door. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, noted in the summary, too. It was, like, usually during this time, like, women aren't allowed to be alone with men. Like, when they went on walks alone, like, that, I don't think that's allowed. So, I think that was a plot hole of Jane Austen in this book. She wrote it during her time, so she she was, like, writing progressively then? I guess Like, my girls are gonna be kind of skanky and be alone with men. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I I think she just kind of was like, screw it. We're going to do what we want. Um, wow. Or maybe she was was dreaming of a better life where women can be un- unaccompanied. Um, <laughs> it, but it reminded me of like from Bridgerton whenever uh, Daphne was caught in the garden with uh, 
whatever his face was and she had had to marry him because of it (laughs) yeah no, but that was the whole thing with Lydia was Lydia, I mean, really went off the deep end. Well, they they left on like a weekend trip. So, of course, it wasn't yeah. even like they went on a promenade around the park. Like they went on a full on like weekend getaway. <laughs> they were like living together in London. I don't I feel like her sisters were such airheads besides Jane and Mary. Mary was like insignificant the entire time. But the other two were just like, shut up. I think yeah. me and the dad agreed with that statement. Yeah, Kitty and Lydia were typical teens, but even, like, less mature given the time period. They were, like, children. They were, like, 14. Yeah. Like, trying to find a husband of 14. Imagine being 14 and trying to find a husband. And getting married. Lydia legit got married at 15. And these men are, like, 20. He was in the militia. He also, wait, he was, like, Darcy's age. And I imagine Darcy as, like, a 30-year-old man. So, yeah, even worse. Uh, yeah, and I hate, like, normally age is, like, very different in this genre. But, like, 14 to 30, like, it's one thing to be, like, I feel like 20 and 30 are different. Or, like, mm-hmm. 20 and 35 are different. Like, it might be the same time period. But, like, 14 and 30 is just, like, wrong. Like, they're just children. 14 is 14 is a child. In our world, that's literally called pedophilia. <laughs> I think it's legal. <laughs> yeah, no. I I guess I feel like we're jumping around so much. Um, we are. There's so much to cover. I know, I know. When do you think Darcy first became attracted to Elizabeth? And why do you think it took Elizabeth so long to notice? Well, I feel like maybe they say it in the book, but I can't remember. But I feel like... When Jane was sick and Elizabeth was over there every freaking day taking care of her and like Mrs. Bingley was, or I keep calling her Mrs. Bingley, Miss Bingley, unmarried. She was so clearly desperate for Darcy. And then you had Elizabeth who was like aloof and gave short answers, but then would be like, she knew Darcy's character and would tease him, but they would tease in such a witty way. Like you had to be smart to follow what they were even saying. And I feel like that's probably when he started warming up to her, like, oh, this girl's got a brain and she challenges me. She's not like Miss Bingley just throwing herself at me. I feel like this book stemmed like hard to get. (laughs) This book gave me enemies to love her and hard to get. Like, let me act like I hate him so he loves me. (laughs) I don't know why Elizabeth was so dense to it. I mean, on the one hand, I get it. I do think his first proposal came out of absolutely nowhere. Like when he showed up and he's like, yeah, your family's poor and embarrassing, but marry me. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) I think I still say yes. (laughs) (laughs) He was a rich man. I mean, at that point, like, she was, like, kind of questioning her attraction to him then. I feel like, I mean, I was out of blue and he proposing, but, like, I feel like at that point she didn't despise him. I mean, you're a better person than me because I made a TikTok as I was reading the book. And when Mr. Collins proposed, I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) I don't think I would say this Oh, yeah, they were, like, saying how old they were, but. I don't think I would say yes to Mr. Collins because A, he's your cousin. That's just gross. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Also, that man was annoying as hell. I've only seen the movie once and I think I did during work. So like I didn't really pay attention. I did remember the part where like 
Elizabeth just moved into um, Mr. Bigley's house. I just thought that was so extra. I also just thought it was so extra that Jane just had to like stay there because she was sick. <laughs> also, like their mother is just so annoying. Like she's like, oh, like send her out in the rain. Like let's get her sick. Like she could have died. Like they didn't have medicine then. Like she literally could have died because her mother was on a mission to marry her off. I know. I, I think the mother is really funny, but in a very like sick and twisted kind of way. <laughs> Yeah. My mother would thrive in this time period. My mother would have me married off at like 16. You'd be, you'd be Lydia. Maybe not 14, but like, <laughs> oh, I, I think my mother would just, like, or my grandmother would just like, couldn't wait to like marry me off. Yeah. Whenever I go to the senior complex to visit my grandmother and my grandparents, I'll like go watch my grandfather play bocce and like all the other like old people, they're like, who's that? And my grandfather's like, oh, it's my granddaughter, Kayla. And then She's like, ooh, like, how old is she? And then she's like, my grandson's this, but he's a doctor. My grandfather's like, well, she's an accountant. And then he's like, she's like, well, should we set them up then? <laughs> Dude, if he's a doctor, you go for it. Apparently he's, uh, he's short. <laughs> but um, that was what my grandmother said. She, My grandmother has high standards. I have to date someone tall. So, but yeah, no, like, I mean, like, that's them trying to set me up in an arrangement right there. So they would thrive. Wow. And that's just me going to watch bocce. Like I wasn't even doing, I wasn't even talking to anybody. I was literally sitting there by myself. And they were like, let's get this girl married. They're like, who is this girl? She's, whenever they see anybody under the age of 30, they're like, what's going on? <laughs> like I was trying to get me to the pool with her there. And I'm like, I'm not going in a bathing suit in front of the, all these old people. They'll just, they'll just be like, what is she doing? <laughs> that would be uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, eh. I'll go watch you in the pool. <laughs> okay, that's creepy. <laughs> Kayla, goes to, <laughs> Kayla goes to old people homes and just watches them get in pools. <laughs> it's more just watching my grandmother so she doesn't go alone. They have a yeah. lifeguard though, so if she drowns, they'll save her. Um, what did you think of Mr. Bennett, the dad? I liked him. I did too. <laughs> I At the end. My favorite. <laughs> oh, He's like definitely one of my favorites at the end when, um, after Elizabeth convinces him that her and Darcy are in love and she's leaving and he goes, if any men come to inquire after my other daughter's hands in marriage, send them in. (laughs) He's just so funny. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Like how he was just like, I don't want to be alone with these two. Like come back. (laughs) Yes. I literally like he sent Lydia off because he's like, She's a stupid girl. She needs to just go experience the world so it'll calm her down. And then she ends up eloping. <laughs> well, he, like, the guy also, that guy just sucks. So he would have never even married her. Like, he would have ruined her reputation. Just been like, bye. Yeah. But I did, I, I love Mr. Bennett. I, I like how the book opens and he's basically teasing Mrs. Bennett because she's like, you have to introduce us to Mr. Bingley. And he already has gone to see Mr. Bingley, but he like doesn't tell her that. And he's like teasing her. I just think he's, he's bored with all these women in the house. <laughs> I feel bad that he doesn't have a son. Yeah. I also hate that Mr. Collins just like gets their house. Like he sucks. I hate him. I think more than most, like, I think he's one of my most hated in the book. He's just so obnoxious. And he's like, has that one cool friend that he has to bring up in every conversation. And you're just like, shut up already. We get it. You know, one cool person. 
And she's not even a nice person. She's horrible. Oh, awful. But I do give her props because she's the reason that they're together. Accidentally the reason, but yes, that's true. <laughs> no, it was just awful. Like she'd go to, like, literally she'd just lecture all dinner and be like, well, you need to do this. And you need to do that. You need to do this. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. No one asked your freaking opinion. Lydia and her boy make me mad because she's, Lydia's like, I wish like Elizabeth would tell Lydia like what Mr. Darcy did for her because she like is whenever she wrote that letter to Elizabeth asking for more money I was like how dare you (laughs) the thing is I don't think telling Lydia what Mr. Wickham is or what Mr. Darcy did to save her would have any impact on her she's immature she got married she's throwing it in everyone's face and now like she's just gonna keep asking them for money and I really don't think she's ever going to grow up. She, whenever she was married and came home, like she was an awful human being. Oh, when she went up to her mom and she was like, oh, Jane, I guess I get your place now as mom's right-hand woman because I'm married and you're not. She like kicked her out of her seat. I was like, Lydia, you are 15 years old. Shut the F up. Oh, she was just awful. I was like, please. I was with the dad. Like, she's not welcome in my home. <laughs> Yeah. So I might have got this wrong because this was in the beginning and I was like kind of confused. But did Darcy call Elizabeth ugly in the beginning? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so there's hope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's hope then. Um, no, Mr. Bingley was trying to get Darcy to dance with her. And Darcy's like, well, you have the only agreeable looking woman. Basically, like the only attractive one. And Bingley's like, no, her sister's okay too. And he's like, no, I'm not going to dance with her. So there's hope if a guy thinks I'm ugly at first, he might fall in love with me after. <laughs> I do like that, like, so he thought he was, she was ugly in the beginning or like just not as pretty. And he was one like begging her to marry him in the end. Like I would have hated like if he wasn't into it and then she was begging him and he's like, okay, like I would myself, the scene would be low. But like the fact yeah. that he's like, I love you, like marry her. And she turned him down once and then, and then married him. I was like, you go girl. Yeah. I did read something that I did not like. I'd never thought about this before. But so, okay, at the end, when he's doing all he does for Lydia and he's paying off Mr. Wickham's debts and making sure Wickham marries her and all that, I always thought he was doing that out of the goodness of his heart. He was so in love with her and he's a good person deep down. This person I wrote, I read like basically an essay on this person's belief that Darcy did that because if he hadn't, he wouldn't have been able to marry Elizabeth. So it's kind of like, because if, Lydia was disowned and they were the scum of society he couldn't have then stooped that low to marry her and so it was almost like I have to do this just to marry you like I'm I didn't I was like oh I've never thought about that before I just thought he was a good guy not like you're gonna be so low class if I don't help you out (laughs) yeah kind of cringy I could see that being a thought I think it was both and I think it can be both. If he didn't yeah. love her enough to like want to marry her so badly, then he wouldn't have done it because he wouldn't have cared if it, he was allowed or not. That's true. That's true. Like if he didn't love her, then he wouldn't be like, okay, then I don't need to marry her that badly. Yeah. There was plenty of girls out there that would have married him. So 
So the trick to getting a guy is being ugly, plain, hard to get. Insult him, basically. Insult him. (laughs) Accuse him of horrible things and he will fall for you. Immediately. (laughs) And ask you to marry you immediately. (laughs) No dates, no conversation. Just barge in and be like, your family, your family is poor and sucks. Will you marry me? Um, yes. <laughs> I thought this was be a romantic book. <laughs> this, yeah, this book is, uh, I mean, I feel like this book is the original enemies to lovers, but it's like, it's like not even enemies. It's just they're throwing insults at each other, but they're actually in love. <laughs> it reminds me of the hating game. I guess the hating game reminds me of this. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, where they just kind of like insult each other and they're like super competitive, like they're going back and forth with each other in reality, like he's in love with her and she has no idea. <laughs> they always say that like hate and love, there's a really thin line that cele- or separates it. What The quote in the trailer is like, hating someone and loving someone, it feels oddly the same. Yeah. Um, I don't get how Twilight is a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I don't oh, right of this. <laughs> I can't figure it out either. Um, I saw I saw a TikTok that said, "Oh, so that means Edward is Elizabeth and Bella is Darcy because Bella's so in love with Edward, <laughs> and Edward keeps telling her, no, I won't, I won't turn you into a vampire.'" I really don't see how it's a retelling at all. Like maybe maybe it's a different book, and she's just like getting them mixed up in her head or something. But, like, nothing yeah. at all. Like, Bella yeah. and Edward, like, insta-love. Yeah. Like, like he's literally. like, I'm dangerous. But then, like, the next day he picks her up in the car. <laughs> I'm dangerous. I know that. I'm like a lion. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. I but hate. I love them. <laughs> hate Twilight. Yeah. It's, a, it's a hate love. It's, like, especially for you, because it's what got you into reading. So it's, like, you can't turn your back on it completely. Of all the books that I brought back to the city, which is pretty much all of them, I have, like, one more box at home, I left Twilight on my childhood bookshelf. Ouch. Also left Crave. (laughs) That one makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, like, I can't listen to Grace's internal monologue for another 300 pages, like, or 600 pages, like, I can't. I can't do it. I think she's writing another one, actually. No. I think she's doing a fifth book. I thought, honestly, I thought it was just a three series. So when there was a fourth, I was like, fine, there's one more. We just have to get through it. If there's a fifth book, I'm protesting. The first book was decent. Mm -hmm. And then it just went down from there because you just realized they weren't actually like soulmates. And then she just like fell in love with like anything that looked at her. Literally in the first book, she's so in love with Jackson. And as soon as they're like, no, actually, Hudson's your mate. She's like, that makes sense. I'll be with Hudson now. (laughs) It's like anything. Like the wind blows and Grace is going with it. I can't believe Elizabeth had two marriage proposals and we're like five years older than her. And we've had none. She had two in like one year. I think she's 21 or 22. What am I doing wrong? We're not insulting men. I'm not ugly enough. You're right. That's the problem. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
I do wish Darn. we had balls like they did because I feel like that's just a way to meet men. Like we don't have balls. Like yes. how do we meet them? No, I think about that too. Like unless you meet someone at work, which we're work from home now. And also we work with accountants. So mostly females <laughs> now. Yeah. And mostly females. So yeah, no, like I literally don't know how you meet guys and dating apps, not the same as like meeting someone in person at a ball and dancing with them. I just want to go to a ball. I just wish and they had them get dressed up. I know. I just, I don't know why they went away. I don't like how they say handsome for girls. When Darcy said his sister Georgiana was a handsome girl, he's like, Ugh. I was picturing a hairy girl. <laughs> <laughs> handsome girl makes me think she's like big and burly. And like, and hairy. like, would be like a rugby player. Oh my God, she's really handsome. Um, I don't know when the word, like, I don't know when that changed though, because like, I'm assuming that back then they referred to everyone as handsome. So when did like beautiful become a girl's thing and handsome become a boy's compliment? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I'm curious, like actively curious, but yeah, those are just some pet peeves I had in the beginning. I was so lost. Um, but in the end, I was like cooked. Good, good. Whenever she didn't like, whenever she was like really wishing she said yes to him, I was like intrigued. I was like, when when is he gonna come back and propose again? And then I kind of thought she was gonna bite the bullet. I hated that every time that he would come back, she would be so timid. Yeah, I even hated at the end when he said, uh, when like they finally got together, and he's like saying, you know, if your if your feelings aren't any different, like. I'll just go away. And she's basically like, no, my feelings are different. And she can't look at him. And so they walk and they're like talking. I'm like, this is where they're getting together. But she's literally like, I can't make eye contact with him. I'm like, Elizabeth, you're one of the boldest girls in this book. What is going on with you? <laughs> Maybe this is where Bella is based off of. Like, you know how Bella's like, can't look at Edward in the eye she's like fixing her hair like maybe this is like Elizabeth like can't look her in the eye and like confess that she's in love with him like she has to look at the ground and walk away yeah I but mean, like, like them going them getting lost for hours on their property would never be allowed no but that like was you very can cute. you can steal a girl's virtue in that time like they could have he could have he could have t- stole her virtue right then and there no one would have no one would have done the better whoa Mr. Darcy is too much of a gentleman to steal someone's virtue. But like Mr. Wickham, like who knows? He might have tried. Yeah, that's true. Mr. Wickham sucks. He did suck. I don't know why it was like all hush hush about his reputation. I guess for the like Mr. Darcy's sister, but like he could have kept that part out and he could have just kept the part where like he screwed over Mr. Darcy financially. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he had debts in every city he went to. That would be enough to be like, hey, this this guy's, like, kind of skeezy, you know? Also, like, I feel like he liked Elizabeth first. So he's like, couldn't get the first sister, gonna go try with the other sister, like. Yeah. Him and Elizabeth were literally a thing. Yeah, like, like I felt like he was, he was peaking Elizabeth's interests or vice versa, and and so I was so confused whenever, like, they get the letter back and it's like, Wickham and, and her just drove up, like, left. And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like everyone thought he was a great guy. And if Darcy just said, said like, oh, he took 
a bunch of money because he's walking around saying how Darcy screwed him over and people are like hating Darcy because of it. But like if Darcy would be like, well, no, I gave him money and he just used it all in betting. Like people have been yeah. like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. Like he didn't have to bring out his sister at all. Like he could have just literally brought up the whole financial thing. And I feel like it would have given him some bad rep where people would question his character. I do wish they spent more time together to justify his like passionate love. Yes. <laughs> Him like busting in and being like, I am desperately in love with you. It's like, how? What why? Where is this your, coming from? I saw on your TikTok that you thought like Jane and um Mr. Bingley were like goals. Oh. I do I am more of like a Darcy and Elizabeth, like I like the passion. I feel like mm, that they yeah. have like that sexual tension that they have. But no, Jane and Mr. Bingley definitely like more of a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I just identify more with Jane. Like she wants to believe the best in everyone. Like she doesn't want to think anyone's doing anything bad. And so like, even when her heart gets broken, she's like, well, I'm sure like he just, he must never have liked me. I just was looking too much into it. And Elizabeth is like, no, you dumb, stupid girl. He was in love with you. And I just like, it warms me up to Jane. Like, I just feel bad for her because she can't, she can't even blame the guy when her heart is broken. Oh, poor Jane. I wish she would have just spoke up more because if she just would have spoke up more with Mr. Bingley, like he wouldn't have been able to be convinced that like, she doesn't like him. Like the reason he left because like everyone was like, oh, she doesn't like you. Which it makes me so mad that I like am literally still so mad that they did that. And that Mr. Bingley believed them. Like he knew Jane. He knew that they had a good thing going and he could be so easily swayed that she didn't like him. Also, why doesn't she just write a letter to him? Oh, but Mr. Darcy literally seen her in the city and not telling Bingley she was there. It makes me mad also. But yeah, I guess uh, it brought in a lot of like in the summaries that I had to read after each chapter, it did point out like who's being pride and who's being prejudiced at what point. Like, I guess who else was being prejudiced? Miss, I think Miss Bingley is prejudiced against the lower class. Um, Elizabeth's prejudiced against rich people. <laughs> yeah, I or guess. Just Mr. Darcy in general. <laughs> just Mr. Darcy. Do you think that the movie and the book are really, okay, do you think the movie and the book are really, like, spot on? Yes and no. Yes, because, like, the big scenes from the book are in the movie. But no, because they change the big scenes in the movie. So, like, for instance, Darcy's first proposal happens in Charlotte's house. And in the movie, she, uh, Elizabeth is out walking the grounds. It's pouring down rain. He runs up in the rain and there's like rain dripping off both of them. And he's like, I'm ardently in love with you. And it's like this really big, passionate rain scene. And like, it, it makes for a really great movie, but like not true to the book, you know? So, and and like at the end too, the, the famous scene of, Mr. Darcy walking through the mist with like a little bit of chest exposed and he's like walking all cool through the mist to like confess his love for her again and it's like an iconic scene I think about it all the time but it's not actually in the book 
So weather was not really described at all, except whenever Jane was bike when horseback riding. Yeah, weather's a big part of the movie. <laughs> the mist, the rain, all of it. But overall, I feel like I have to give it a five. It's a five. It's like the birth. It's the birthplace of romance. It Despite stands the test of time. That I don't think any of this would actually happen now. Like, I think if a guy called me ugly and then I was rude to him for, like, a really long time and we just never spoke and we were never really in the same place and then, like, he just decides he's in love with me and, mar- and wants to marry me instantly, I don't think that would apply now. But it inspired a lot of other romance books that I think are more practical now and I, I, I feel like I have to give it a five. I will say, though, I think it's still relatable because we panic when we're Instagram stalking a guy and we accidentally like a picture from seven years ago. And Elizabeth Elizabeth panicked when she showed up to his literal mansion and he walks in and she's like, oh, crap, I just got caught stalking this guy. (laughs) I do like I think to like whenever I'm like talking to somebody and like we don't text for like a day, I'm like, oh, my God, like he's not interested. And like these people would go months and weeks without seeing the person they're like still have these feelings and it just kind of reminds you like oh like I don't have to be in that person's mind every single day for them to like care it it reminds you about that yeah I think this time period and like these types of books it's where the quote comes from like distance makes the heart grow fonder because it's like a lot of time and space separated these people and they were still thinking of each other well, they had nothing else to think about. They didn't have, like, jobs. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like we touched about everything. It was a good book. We did. Book. I'm oh, glad I you liked it. it. I was I was really worried about you with your um, attention problems. <laughs> it took me well, on Sunday. I wish I would have got more done. Like, I really was objecting to get, like, 200 pages done. Because I never have all day to read. I kind of wish I read a different book so I could have finished a book, but um, no, it was, it was good. I the beginning was just hard. The ending was a lot better for me, and read my first Jane Austen novel. So excited to read more. Yeah, but next week we're getting back to our roots. I know. Fantasy. Thank you for listening. This is Kayla and Marissa, and have a good night. And follow us on Book Talks podcast on Instagram and TikTok.